Welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. We are your host. I am Pastor David. We got Pastor Caesar. Feeling safe. James. Feeling dangerous. (laughs) And two weeks in a row, we got Adam Hatley stopping in tonight. Adam Hatley. We need a name for you. I'm feeling okay. Feeling okay. Uh, Adam's gonna, you, you're going to hear more and more Adam's voice. Uh, it's summertime, and uh, our schedules are going to be extremely busy. Pastor Caesar was telling us his summer schedule. He's he's you know rocking the youth pastor thing, so they're going to be extremely extremely busy. Uh, so we ask Adam to kind of help us out during the summer. So you're going to be hearing his voice. Adam's got a lot of cool intakes on a lot of different things. So I think you'll be pleased um, to hear his voice. Yeah, shout out some, uh, you know, some names. We need, we really need a name for him. Just, you know, just to kind of spice up Adam, you know. Right, right. How you guys doing? He's just saying your name's not good enough. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's it's like the first name. It's the original name. Uh, uh, you're sitting next to the bearded uh, wonder over there. You know, it's like we have the bearded wonder. I don't know. Adam's beard's pretty good. Look at his. You like that? It. Yeah. It's clean. It's that, uh, it's that that country water, right? That's mm-hmm. the hairy side of the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you squint a little bit, you kind of look like Drake. <laughs> uh, okay, so I have been told one time at a youth camp I went to that I looked like Drake. <laughs> one time, <laughs> but a lot of people say I look like Tiger Woods. Yeah, back in but the back Tiger in the Wood. day, though, back, back in, in yeah, the day, back in the day when he was on, on you know. A little younger, a little lighter. Yeah, I said, go ahead, say it. (laughs) He did look like Tiger Woods. So, uh, you know, the the, the Tiger Woods before the alcohol and all the issues and all that stuff. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. now I kind of look like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, so I know we've been going. It's it's been a busy week. My my son, he... um, He's gonna have uh, his third birthday party pretty soon, so we're getting Sweet. ready. So we wow. got three years, yeah, three years old, and we got a we got him a, one of those playset the uh, swing kind of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you thought IKEA furniture was bad to build, nah, that takes the cake. I, th- three people out there took us six hours in, wow. the, in the Houston Houston heat, and uh, I'm all burnt to a crisp and all that. But finally, we got it all Y'all done. Y'all swinging now, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's not rickety, <laughs> and uh, so it's good. But it was a good weekend. Who helped you put it together? Swing, uh, my dad and my wife. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. But he's happy. That's just like large IKEA, right? Heavier, more bolts. Did y'all have miss any parts? No, everything was there. No, everything was there. But we were. I was reading those uh, those dreaded Amazon reviews. You know, because you get those and they're like, the instructions are terrible. Well, the instructions were terrible, yeah. and it, it, and that's one of those things. Like if you uh, if if any of y'all come from an engineering background or anything like that, or you've dealt with anything like that, the the. Um, engineers, uh, engineers, and like product development people. Whenever you get to the people that write all the procedures and instructions, they never coordinate. No. It's it's never there. And uh, yeah, they engineers. just send them a picture and like tell them how to put it together. Yeah, and see the thing that uh, the that, pictures are the funniest. And oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I've worked with different types of engineers before, just in different things, right? And but they're all the same. They um, they assume you're stupid, uh-huh. right? This is the engineer mentality. They assume you're stupid and their way really is the only way to do it 
Yeah. What's even better is if it comes from another country uh, and yeah. then they like interpret it for whatever language they are into the English. 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 Like, what, is, <laughs> who, what, what are we reading right now? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Adam, I mean, you've had a pretty exciting week, right? So this week you uh, went and signed on your house and you're all moving in this weekend. Yep, I'm hopefully moving out of my parents' house for the last time. <laughs> Hallelujah, give me some amen. Yeah, the uh, for those of you that have never bought a house, because there's a lot of people that don't buy homes or never bought a house, it is annoying. Yeah, yeah it is. I don't know why the process is so hard. Everybody wants to buy a house or has to, you know, even building a house and... I guess there's just so many moving pieces is why it, it makes don't it have so to be difficult. That, it don't have to be it that, have to be that difficult. Enough, yeah. It doesn't have to be. Pretty soon. An engineer probably <laughs> built the process. Yeah. <laughs> probably in five years, you're just going to look at your phone, swipe, and then, oh, you're I like do that, that one. The retina scan. Right? Retina scan. Yeah, just going to double click. Approved not approved. Yeah. 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 It's going to be like that soon. Wow. Yeah. James, everything good? Uh, you had a show last week, didn't you? Yeah, that was last week. Though. Yeah, we talked about that yeah, last yeah, we week. Did. Yeah, that yeah was, he was so. Oh yeah, that's right. The the whole thing. Yeah, there, exactly. the wheel. That was a, just a crazy weekend with me. Um, yeah, no, I'm all good. I'm good. I drove to your house, no directions this time. Yeah, yeah I said yeah. it's like two turns for me. Like, there's no reason I shouldn't remember it. I just get on 146 and then 565. That's it, and you're right here. But right. when you look at like the directions, it's like okay, merge and then do this and then merge. And so all do you come stuff. up like Massey Tompkins or whatever it is? I just is I hop on one forty six. Oh, from like West Main or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, mm. cool. I still had to put the GPS on, but I I just barely used it. Yeah, I'm getting more that familiar with coming week, out here. And I said, dude, it's two streets. James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no reason you can't remember two streets. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. How about how about you? What are you doing? What are you doing this summer? I know that uh, man. This this is our our busy time. Of year so we're working a lot you know um so we do pools and the pool season is in full force so we're, we're i mean swimming tomorrow we're, we're we're like full force on green pools this is like the big season mm. where people call you and like hey i got a green pool what's the last time it's been blue oh like two weeks ago and then you get there and there's like frogs and turtles uh, and fish and you're like no this hasn't been done anything since last summer you know so what's the nastiest thing that you scraped out of a pool um, just like animals, mm. you know, <laughs> animals. I mean, we, uh, we did this one pool last, last year. It was just like schools yeah. of fish, you know, um, turtles. How does a fish get in the pool? Don't really know. I mean, actually, I've, I've heard, heard this before. They you swim should know there. because you're like the I've bird guy, for real. Right? For real, it's the birds because <laughs> yeah. the birds, the birds. I'm not even joking. They'll like, they'll go. Get some drinks and streams and whatever, and then fish eggs will get stuck to their feathers, and then they fly around and they end up in the pool. Yep. Hmm. Uh, so if you ever get turtles in your pool, there's a problem because uh, turtles yeah. <laughs> turtles like the natural state of water. Uh-huh. And if turtles leave, that means your water got really bad. Or if you don't have, if you have chlorine in them, they won't come. So like the natural state is where a turtle likes to live. So. Mm. And a natural state of water looks like a pond. So before getting into, well, actually, because that's going to get into what we're talking about tonight. So I'll ask you that follow up uh, question later. Okay, well let's jump right into culture corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, shout out. Come on, come on. Eric, Eric. It's that boy, the culture vulture. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Lord, help us. One day he's going to go he's off on to, it. One day. It's going to be the hardest thing. Look, look, I'm telling you right now, you don't want this smoke. I, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> so, maybe, so maybe I need to take this this uh, this sample right here, send it off to a real rapper, and uh-huh. have them do us a Culture Corner rap. Oh, no, that'd be cool, right? I'm sure, cool, we, I'm right? sure we got about 12 rappers in the in the church. Yeah, everybody's a rapper. Yeah. I'm real busy. That's <laughs> He's too expensive for us, too. <laughs> I know. You ought to hear his hardest price to be on this podcast. You've heard Man. of Madonna. Now, right? Adam. Um, James, what you got for us today? Oh, yeah, Culture Corner. That's me. Yeah, that's you. Yo, so it's another animal story. Deal with it. Told you he knew, but the birds and the eggs and all you. that. <laughs> so this one's about leopards in China. Oh, Yeah, okay. so there's uh, there's this zoo in China, mm-hmm. and it lost three leopards. They escaped the zoo. Fake news. No, no, no. They're out there. And <laughs> and they, um, the, uh, the, Zoo authorities or whatever kept it like hush hush for almost a month uh, because their Labor Day weekend, China's Labor Day thing, was coming up. This happened like a month ago, and uh, apparently it's a big deal for the zoo Labor Day weekend, and they didn't want to like scare people away from the zoo. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it somehow came out that there was leopards out because the uh, the local authorities sent texts to all the people saying like, "Hey." Please stay inside and keep your windows shut and stuff. And it, they were like, what are you talking about? Because there is a leopard loose and we don't know where it's at. So there's three that got out. And uh, one of them, they they tracked it down somehow and shot it with like, what is that noise? <laughs> <laughs> leopards. I, I thought it would be a good idea to print something oh, right now. <laughs> 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 and then the printer, was listening. the printer got a jam, so I made this horrific noise. <laughs> I, uh, kept, I thought it, we kept hearing stuff out there, so I just thought it was them, but it just kept going on. I saw your little smile over there. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> David's oh, up to something. It's jammed all up, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, sorry, anyway. sorry. Anyway, they caught the first one. Uh, they found it real quick and shot it with a tranquilizer and brought it in and everything was cool. The second one, they had trouble finding it, so they got this pack of dogs and sent it out after the leopard. And they, like, mauled the leopard and injured the leopard, but they got the leopard. And so when this came out, people were already mad because they'd been lied to that there was leopards out for a month and they didn't know. So they were already mad. And a then they month? found out. Yeah, it's been a month. And uh, oh, so, so they were already they're mad. mad. They're mad about leopards, but not corona. Okay. Yeah, not about yeah, corona. Okay. But they were, mad. but then they then they found out that they injured the other leopard. And then they got uh, mad about it. that. So they're mad about that. And then they find out that the third one they still haven't found it, and they're looking for it. And so they uh, they got together. Let me get the numbers. They sent out a hundred chickens as bait for the leopard. So they just got all these chickens running around, and they sent out nine hundred and ninety drones to like survey the area. And uh, they sent out 1,700 people with dogs and night visions and all that stuff. They still haven't found the leopard yet. The dogs have night vision? <laughs> no, not the dogs, the people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's still out there. Haven't so let me ask it. you this. So they got the chickens running around. They got the chickens around. How do they know if the if a leopard ate the chicken? I mean, I, they didn't get into detail, but I assume Do they, like, microchip a, uh, all the chickens? They probably yeah, they're micro- all monitored. I told you, they got almost a thousand drones out there serving. I like, say let them go. That, I mean, yeah, the leopard's out and about. 
There, there's got to be leopards, leopards out there probably already. Probably close to starvation at this point, so it's probably going to be pretty now with desperate. all the now with all them chickens. They well, released. that was the idea, but they still haven't got it. So anyway, there's a leopard running around uh, by the China Zoo. They should Look put a out. reward on it. I guarantee you, somebody would find it. You know, they need to leave. That's they, a good point. They just need to leave my man's alone and let him just go. Just go around. <laughs> yeah, that's just like that it's story just, it's been over a here. Month, it seems like. Yeah, it's just it's like over here God. in Houston. Y'all remember seeing the guy that. Was uh was going around with a tiger? Oh yeah. Oh, I saw like the headline, but I didn't. yeah, homeboy like committed murder or something. Yeah, he was a murderer. Him and his tiger went on the run, and, and uh, you know he tiger? got out, right? The tiger did. No, the the murderer. <laughs> they let the murderer out. Like he was out on bond, right? That's yeah, what, and, and that's when the out. tiger out, and then the cop come up. He was like, "Whose tiger is this?" <laughs> and the guy was just like, "Don't shoot it, it's mine." And they were like, "Oh, okay, go ahead, murderer and tiger." <laughs> yeah, and he got his tiger, and they drove. Off. <laughs> yes, and yeah, later come to find out, this dude just killed somebody, and he's—they still don't have him. Like he's no, down. he's on the run. Yeah, with his tiger. With with tiger. tiger. Anybody out there seen a tiger in a pickup F one fifty blue? Holla at your boy. I'm gonna get that uh, that money for turning him in. This is. Yeah. The most interesting story I've heard in a long time. <laughs> this and, dude, this is happening quarter. like right over here, it, it, right here, like right here in this <laughs> living room. There's a There's a yeah. murderer. F one fifty. Call your local authorities. He oh, is dangerous. No, call me. I'm trying to get that money. <laughs> it's not a tiger. It's a small dog. What's the reward on that? I don't know. I just seen there was some kind of reward. You keep you keep the tiger. Keep I heard. <laughs> I heard they don't even really give people their rewards. It's got to be under certain conditions. That's what they don't tell you. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, so it's got to be in certain conditions and it has to lead like directly to it. If it's uh, like if it leads to your brother-in-law and then your brother-in-law says that what it was, then like, you don't nobody gets the money. Uh-huh. So it's one of those. It's one of those. Uh, if you I find them, I ain't going to tell them. It's em. one of them pyramid <laughs> scams. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. They don't call them pyramid schemes anymore. Uh, um, what do they say? They call it multi-level marketing. Oh, multi-level oh. marketing. Yeah. They, they rebranded. Yeah. yeah. Millennials said, look, we can't do that no more. Yeah. Like those UAPs. And- yeah, like the whatever the UFOs are yeah. talking about now. Yeah. <laughs> they get offended. So I got a pretty interesting thing. Sandra sent this to me. This lady, Elot. Hold on, let me find something real quick. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. What was that? Wait. Man, that thing put a virus on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Dave. Elot. 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 How do you say it? Mazar? Mazar? We'll go, we'll go with that. Mazar. This is a uh, archaeologist, archaeologist who believed in the Bible. And check some of the stuff that she has she's found. She has found uh, what they believe the place believed to belong to King David, uh, a gate identified with King Solomon. Um, and it just goes on and on and on. Where does it say wants to believe? Uh, she told uh, Christianity Today in 2011. Uh, somebody read that. My eyes ain't as good as it used to be. It says, uh, look, she told him, uh, when I'm ex- excavating Jerusalem and when I'm excavating at the city of David and when I'm excavating near Kidron Valley and near the uh, Gibeon. Gibeon Spring and at Opal, these are all biblical terms. So it's not like I'm here because it's some anonymous place. This is Jerusalem, which we know best for the Bi- from the Bible. Um, right here, I think she was talking about yeah when she was she was uh, in Second Samuel five seventeen where she was actually looking for her next piece 
uh, that she read the Bible that led her right there when she was digging it up. Mm. And all these other archaeologists that are not Christians saying that she was crazy and that it doesn't connect with the Bible. And she's saying, look, the Bible's a history book, just like the other history books y'all are, are, um, uh, are reading. And the Bible she used to guide her to find all of these, you know, ancient Bible mm. places in the in the Bible. And um, and it's because of the Bible what she's considered to be one of the greatest archaeologists in the in Dru- the Dru- Jerusalem area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that line right there says in 2005, she was able she was able to start her excavation at the site and almost immediately discovered evidence that she was right. And that was all because of the book of Samuel. Super dope, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, super dope. And she just passed away uh, a couple weeks ago. So I just want to holler at her, even though that we got her name all <laughs> wrong. Uh, so she was born in 1956 and uh, started digging at age 11. So she was uh-huh. called, she was called to do this uh, from a very early age. So I think it's pretty good, Miss Elot Bazaar. Um, more power to you. If there's more people like you, uh, Christianity would be way further along, and then more people would believe because we dig up all of Jerusalem. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was t- I was teaching today on out of the Book of Samuel today. I, I'll leave the link in the description below uh, in the notes of this podcast. So you can go check it out for yourself. Cool. Yeah, and one of the things that I told the students was that. Uh, was that so many times whenever we look at the Bible and all and you know coming to church and all that we see that we see it as if it's just kind of some like Harry Potter kind of thing that we're reading, but it's an actual it's an actual history book, right? And we need to look at it like a history book, and uh, and and almost take off these uh, you know rose colored lenses and thinking that it's only something that's a fictional story. It's like no, it's 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 a history book. So it's not a self help book. No, no, it's not because sometimes. Uh, the stuff that it says, you don't think it'll help, but it will help. Mm-hmm. But it's a history book. I mean, I mean this this kind of proves it right here. Like she she let the Bible guide her. And another one that was talking about um, where King David was running from somewhere and he was going to a, a refuge. And so the Bible said to go south and he would find the refuge. So she went south to find the refuge and started digging. And there was just like these basically these bunkers mm. uh, right where the Bible said it was going to be. And uh, yeah, so it was pretty dope. Uh, yeah, and all dope. of y'all listening are listening to the refuge. So you're welcome. There you go. You're here. Elam's number one podcast, oh right? God. Shout out to the United Kingdom and Belgium for coming in again. Uh, we appreciate you guys. And listen, all you Texans and, and you Stonians and Elamites, y'all, y'all the one that hold us down. Uh, every single week, we appreciate y'all. I know we don't holler at y'all as much as we should because we get excited when the world listens. But y'all are truly our, our core, and we appreciate appreciate everything that y'all do. All right, got another song for y'all today. Andrew Rip, God Knows. It must be love. It must be love. 
ain't gonna lie, that was a jam. Yeah. I almost like to sing that on Sunday mornings. <laughs> I never heard of him before. You know. Yeah, I never heard that song before either. It's just a lot of pretty and handsome people in that video. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like I'll never make it on a video like well, this that. Is, this is okay. This is the problem. This is the problem. <laughs> you could, you're just being bad. If you're pretty, <laughs> the camera if you're, guy. Is, if you're pretty, pretty people hanging around with you. That's true. Right? Y'all are my friends, so look what happens. <laughs> I got friends in long places. No, I was having a conversation with somebody uh, up at the church the other day, and I said, "Yeah, you know, it's like pull up all the pull up all the uh, all the big churches in our area, right, or any area. But pull, pull them up, and you're going to see that right splash on the front page of, of their websites, of their social media." There's nobody ugly, yeah. You know, and then uh, you know, and there. I mean, can we please acknowledge that God made some people just naturally prettier than other people? Yeah, That's exactly. okay. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I'm telling you, like they say, Jesus was not no looker. He, he said that he he was the most plain looking person ever. Hey, listen. Speaking of that, y'all got horns swoggled. <laughs> y'all got horns swoggled because y'all thought Jesus was cute. <laughs> I got I got more comments on Hornswoggle last gracious. week. Uh, Did anybody I got know text. that word before? No, no, no. no. It's, not, it's, a made up, it's a made up word. <laughs> You're making up stuff. It's a made. And up I don't word. know where you made it up from. You didn't hear that in the streets back in the day or something. Listen, I don't, like, where, I don't my, know where you just. My dad grew up in uh, Backsticks, Alabama. So, you know, there's some things that, you know, come out of the, the, the back sticks <laughs> that, you know, don't just happen in the city. So, y'all should watch out because there's some hornswogglers out there. <laughs> I got a text that immediately when that podcast dropped and they were like, we were, I was cracking up. I just I was just cracking up. Hornswoggles. <laughs> uh, uh, before he could go to fire. Hot, hot. I want to shout out to Nikki Della Reyes, but she's doing a crazy, awesome yeah. job on our, our website yeah, and our yeah. social media. Mm-hmm. So, good sure. job. Just you're speaking of, like, go look at websites and stuff. Um, great job, Nikki. Keep it up. Maybe we'll have to get you on a uh, sure. refuse project uh, website or something like that. We can have all this stuff on. And she so. only posted the handsome and pretty people. So no, I still haven't made it. She knows the tricks. So <laughs> right, she knows the tricks. So in case you get mad because you she don't see your soul for it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big time, big time. One of the things on that video, real quick, because we all of us in here are uh, music. Uh, I, don't know, I guess cri- gr- critics or the, whatever. The Gretsch drum drum set. Well, just everything from a production standpoint. What you think? I was okay. I was trying to figure out if because they had those two mics, and I told you they're like real big in the bluegrass world. They're real big in like if you just want to capture a whole live performance and like the room. Those particular mics they're using, mm-hmm. that's like the same. I was now. thinking, or did they have to use reverb, or were they were just using the no, room? No, they were in the. So I was trying to decide if they just used those two mics, or if they used anything else, like for the drums or anything. But I think they just used those two mics. What it sounded like, which well, is pretty cool. I read about this a video. I think it was in the notes or something like that. It was a one take video shoot live. Yeah, because they were just in some church somewhere. So yeah. I'm sure that's what that room. I thought it was like. pretty dope. They had some really old Gretsch drum, just a uh-huh. little small piece with a, a Mexican blanket yeah, threw over it. Didn't sound like they were tight mic'd or anything. From an yeah. uh, audio perspective, I was, uh, I was just in, because so when you do a performance like that, you got to position everybody 
uh, either closer or farther from the mic based uh, yeah. on like yeah. who you. So that was why the main singer guy he was right up in front of the like right next to the mics and the choir was like behind Pews him back because they want them quieter in the mix and stuff. I'll go ahead and put this link in the, in the uh, description below too. If y'all want to check it out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Cool. I, I just really appreciate the, the intentionality of, uh, of these people that are releasing yeah. content like this is just, you know, they, they know exactly what they're after yeah. and, uh, you know, they're unapologetic for it. Yeah. Andrew rip, God knows. And, uh, must be loved. It's kind of like the little subtitle on it. Um, so don't get confused. Like Andrew Rip is a Christian. A lot of his songs are Christian songs, but some of them are not. Some of them are just like him talking to his wife or him talking about leaving Brooklyn and will he ever move back and just stuff like that. He said that he's, he's not never been in the Christian realm as far as where he puts his music. Uh, but he's been a Christian his whole life. Why do you think Christians get so mad at that? I don't know. I, I think that he was probably discovered probably early on just doing music, you know, and then the closer he got to the Lord, the more that that came out in his music. So on his particular case, um, I don't know. I think because people like I think we were talking about a few weeks ago that people don't like to be pigeonholed, you know, um, especially when you're trying to. um so look, this this is what Lecrae said, and he's probably one of the more famous people that went through it. Is he found that when he was doing Christian music, that he was being invited to a lot of white churches, right? So when he started speaking out about racial inequality and things like that, that the white churches quit calling. Mm-hmm. So he was just like. I have to change things because if if I'm only leading for the white church or the church, then my music is not actually reaching everybody that needs to be reached. And I'm only holding on to the white pastor to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. You know, so he said for to have comfort for his family that he has to be more diverse than just the white church. So, you know, it, it always made me... Um I don't know. I, I guess I, I, it irritates me that people don't see that there is a white church and a black church and a Mexican church and all that. They're like, yeah. no, we're all one church. It's like I, I get what what you're trying to petition for, but but there's just going to be some segregation that takes place. And you know what? That's the biggest time is on Sunday. It, it is. It is. But yeah. you know, I'm why I'm just just be you. If your context is. You're in the black church. Well, you're in the black church. It's it's okay, but you know, don't excommunicate people. Don't don't always have your doors open to anybody and everybody. Absolutely, but you know, it's I'm not going to, I'm not necessarily going to be in, um, in in that culture because I don't live. That's not where I live. Yeah. You know, but if somebody from some other culture or something comes into the church, then the church does have a responsibility to absolutely welcome them in to bring them a part of the church and all that. But you know, to say that, you know, I, I'm just. I guess where I'm getting at is that we are, we were all made unique. And instead of trying to make everybody the same thing, why don't we just understand that we are different and we celebrate our differences and then we live in that kind of, you know, economy? Yeah, I think as youth pastors, I mean, and you know this uh, so well that I did. I stopped fighting cliques as a youth pastor 
and took it to a place where, okay, I know I like people are going to be, they're going to click up, you know, they're going to be best friends and they're going to have their groups. So what I tried to do was take the groups and mingle them instead of taking them away from their group. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so that was one of the things that I, I learned. But let me ask you this while we're talking about that. And this has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. But when I look at it from afar and, and I don't I don't I didn't go survey, you know, 30,000 churches in America. But when I look at churches and I and through my ministries over the years, I've been in a lot of churches. OK. And uh, when I when I go to a church, if the, if it's a. A Mexican pastor, you're like 99% Hispanic people, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a black pastor, 99% black church or, or even more sometimes. It seems to me like the most diverse churches have white pastors. And I think that's so interesting. And I don't have any answers why or how or anything like that. But it seems like if you're going to have a diverse church, it has a white pastor. And I think that just goes back to that pastor and knowing that he needs to open up, uh, you know, that's how he diversifies himself, right? Is he gets other people that can relate to that culture, that context. And, and, and that's smart. You know, Steve Jobs, whenever uh, he was asked about, you know, how his success and how he came about to be, you know, he said, basically, in a nutshell, he was like, look, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, even though he was a genius, an absolute genius. But what he said, he said he went and he got people that know that subject better than him. But he just had to know enough about each individual one of those departments so he won't get hornswoggled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we were just at Gallery Furniture today, and yeah. I, on the way back, I was, uh, I told Sandra, I think it's crazy how... Mac has hired all these executives. Okay, this is what I'm thinking, anyways. That he's hired all these executives to to do that. That he's in the weeds every single day. I've never been in gallery furniture where he's not at the front door, hammering stuff along, making sure the customers are being taken care of. He's in the weeds all day long. And let me tell you, if you've never been to gallery furniture, it is one of the best experiences you'll have buying any type of anything. Right. Because they take care of you from the time that you walk in, you walk through, you sit on the couch right there on the on the uh, the tables, chips. Oh, y'all need water. Let me go get you. There's four. Y'all let me get you six waters. You know, oh, you need somewhere to babysit your kids. Oh, we got that over here. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just like, it's just the greatest experience. You're going to pay a little bit more because all their stuff is quality, right? Made Made in America. America. (laughs) Made in America. Uh, And the experience is, what what did you say while we was there? Sometimes it's better. The experience is better. Yeah, that's, uh, especially for me coming back, coming from a long time of customer service experience, people will buy because of their experience. Yeah, they look at the price tag. Yeah, they look at what's it going to cost them. But they look at all that afterwards. I mean, from the minute we walked in, there was people unloading furniture. There was a high school band, local, playing music. They were trying to get you know get money donated for their show on the side of his building. It said, hire, um, work for us. We have a preschool to bring your kids to. I mean, this guy is... And before you, then you like transition to go right before and they're yeah. just passing out free ice cream. Free like, ice cream today. Not, and not like Blue Bunny type stuff. Like the, <laughs> like the name brand popsicles or ice cream sandwiches. Like, you know, the, the stuff. You and know? they were running out. 
No. This, this, all this little cart was unlimited. Yeah, it was like. I don't uh, even know where she was pulling the ice cream it was from. Like, it was like uh, Mary Poppins, you know? She yeah. would just kept pulling stuff out. Oh, she's like, oh, they don't like that one? I got this one. I got this one. I got yeah. this one. I got to go to Gallery Furniture. Oh, man, it's a great. Just go there and spend just the go. day. For real, I got to get a couch in the like somewhat near future. Yeah. I just bought a couch today. It's expensive. When I mean, it's no, more, it was expensive. It was more expensive than the regular, Maybe you I know, if you go to like. Oh. Well, we Bell went. We went to. Like the, uh, the we dump. went to furniture store. I mean, we went to four. Yeah. And then, yeah, the gallery furniture was a little more expensive. But like I said, it was. I walked in. They were everybody was nice, friendly. Gave my kids ice cream, chips everywhere, any whatever you wanted. And water. It wasn't a hard sell either. They, they no. Oh, what do you want? They take you to that area. Here's the area where your stuff is. I'll come back and check you in 15, 20 minutes. Come back here. Y'all good? This and that. Oh yeah. Well, I have a, something else similar to that over here. Take you. Y'all taking some time, and I'll be back. It wasn't like a hard yeah. sell or anything. And furniture, furniture stores, that's the worst. You oh, get yeah. inundated. Yeah. No, it wasn't like it's that like at all. It's like used cars, right? Yeah. It's, it's like used cars. They just keep attacking you, and then he's like, look, if they're going to come up to you, just tell them Armando's taking care of you. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, great. Armando's a good guy. He mm-hmm. can you know, go on to the and next you, you mentioned this earlier about the, just how annoying it is when you buy a house. The second most annoying thing is probably furniture, or maybe that or a car. Yeah. But, but between those two, it's, they're the most annoying purchases that you will make and i think that's why i go to carmax like no haggling it is what it is if you like it take it if you don't go on down the road i go to craigslist and i find some dude (laughs) i know like (laughs) there you go thousand dollar car if you're not gonna buy something really really nice get you a five thousand dollar car i got my astro van oh five (laughs) sixty thousand miles on it say it again for your dad 05, yeah, not 1995. But the, but the back door thing don't work. You're not lugging that. It worked when I bought it. Okay, <laughs> that was my fault. In what year? Uh, I bought it like five years ago now ish. So, so you bought it in 2015? It, like, it was like 10 years old when I got it. 60,000 miles on it. Got it for like 4,500 bucks. Oh, that's bucks. a good deal, right? That's there. actually really good, yeah. And it was some dude who just, I just found him on Craigslist. I looked for like three months. Yeah, there's killers like on Craigslist, though. Some, yeah, so you some, got dude that kept, some dude that kept his pet tiger in the back. Dude, you, no, know no, no. That, you know what that van done on Craigslist? No, like, Craigslist killer. So he probably drugs. had a night out on the weekend and like dead bodies in the back. Who, uh, it was, no, look, I'm it's about just, to be a real downer. It's guy. just a strawberry, <laughs> it's just a strawberry jam stain. Don't worry no, about it. Don't worry about it. it. Don't test it, but it's okay. It was mom's van, and she had died. And so he was trying to sell it. Yeah, she yeah. had died. She exactly. died. In the van. In the van. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it rolled up in carpet. Yeah. <laughs> the point was, it was a pleasant experience. <laughs> took a test drive around the street. Did he buy you ice cream? Uh, he didn't buy me ice cream. Did he have chips laying but around for you? he gave me a him? good deal on that van. Uh, Caesar. Help us. <laughs> Save us from our conversation. No, well, you know, today's topic, you know, today's topic, we, we, we're going to shoot from the hip like we pretty much always do. But, did you, you know, tell us the topic? Oh, yeah, you did tell us. Yeah. yeah but yeah, I, when we say organic, this stuff just sprouted out of the dirt when we walked in here. Well, absolutely. You know, I was looking up online for, um, you know, for things that people find interesting whenever they're listening to a podcast. Now, you can be completely you know, intentional about what your podcast is about, finance, technology, and all that. And those are big. Those are very popular. But the other ones that are popular are just things where people talk about their personal lives, their experiences. And I, w- I wanted to talk about this, and maybe it's a good uh, uh, segue here. It's um, 
I, I want to talk about summer's upon us. Summer is here, yeah. right? Um, what do you guys do in summer to not be bored? You know, we uh, what is it? The three three out of four here. We have small kids, or we have we have kids, right? Kids for me, um, but, no kids for me. <laughs> you know, you're, you're spending more time at home. Uh, what are your vacation plans look like? What do you do on a day to day basis? You know, what are the foods you like to eat? Just just let, let's start there. We're gonna get more into this. So I work, yeah, mm-hmm. during the summer Again. like a normal person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What va- vacation? No, going on vac- that's it. <laughs> no, my my hours do change. So I did change jobs uh, over the past year. So I work at a school district in the technology department, and oh, yeah, during you don't the school get any summertime off. For the district? So my hours change. Uh, I bet. So during the school year, we work, you know, the regular five days during school hours. But in the summertime, we do four tens. Mm. So we have long weekends. Um, this will be the first time I work in the summer this year. So we plan on doing more vacations, longer weekend stuff, just because I have the time now. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was, you know, I work five days a week still. All the time, no vacation, barely anything, you know, just regular jobs. But but this year we're going to be going to, can yeah. I say it? Yeah, say it's cool. It. Say, say it. it. We're going to be going to Florida Sounds for like a week. Not listening. <laughs> yeah, because they don't know yet. They don't know you because they keep bugging every single day. Where are we going? When are we going? Yeah. The day of. Like the, yeah. Are you serious? I, yeah. Last time, but I didn't tell them until we pulled them to the airport. Oh, that's hilarious. But yeah. do they know they're going anywhere? Hey, write this down. You need to know yeah, this. Yeah, you need to know this stuff, bro. No, they don't know. Well, no. Th- doesn't doesn't Luke listen to the podcast? Luke knows. He, no. he knows now. He knows not to say anything or yeah. he won't go. Yeah, he won't go. He get left here with Sissy. Yeah. But this year, <laughs> but actually today we decided that we're going to go to Universal. Yeah, we're nice. going to Universal. So that's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Never been. Never so, been to Universal. Been any of the Disney's Disney or anything, or anything like neither, that. No. Neither have I. Ever James. I went when I was like four. Yeah. So I, I had very foggy memories. And that's why we haven't been yet, because yeah. I wanted to take my kids, well, not my older kids, but uh, <laughs> the younger ones. But I was going to take Luke when he got a certain age. Yeah. And then Noah popped in. I was just like, now we got to wait for <laughs> Noah to be a certain age. Because I'm not going to go spend thousands of dollars. Yeah. 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 On, on them to well, be like, my oh, my too. dad spent thousands of dollars. I vaguely remember yeah. it. Well, that was that's my family why. too, but I got two older siblings. Like, I was like, yeah, I, I probably was like five or so. But, uh, I mean, yeah, both my older siblings, they remember it. Too. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, we'll do it again, though. This is that, this was literally a last, like, well, we're, like, we're, like last we're minute. We're to Tampa, right? And then so yeah. we were going to do some stuff in Tampa, and then it turned out to not be what we thought it was. Mm-hmm. So, like, 45 more minutes, we can get to Orlando, and then we're so we're going to go do that. And then we're going to hang out on the beach. Yeah. 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 So Yeah, and the Airbnb we got has a pool. So yeah, Airbnb. So we got all water all week, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. James, what do you do, dude? Well, I'm going to Colorado, so Sweet. I'm going the other way. You're going to the mountains. <laughs> yeah, I'm going the other way. Um, well, my summers, I don't have, like, summer vacations. I just have my schedule is pretty much the same-ish all the time unless I, I – I can pretty much get off whenever I need to as long as it's in advance. So I don't have to, like, wait for the summertime to do something specifically. I just have to plan out in advance. So but, in the service business like you're in, do y'all get – Vacation? I don't. Um, if you were like a salary person who was like a 
like one of the GMs or assistant GMs or something, you would, but you would be, it's not worth it, man. You would get like two weeks or something, like paid vacation, but you would be working, you know, 60 hour weeks or whatever yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not worth it at all. Um, yeah, I remember those days. But since like all of my family's teachers and stuff, they, summertime's a big deal for them. So if I'm going to take a family trip, it's probably in the summer. So like I'm going to Colorado and next, I'm leaving this Saturday. I'm going to be gone for a week. And that's going with my family because um, they're all they're all off. So it's gonna be cool. Um, what else do we do? Oh, but Tara doesn't get to come, which is a bummer. Oh, Where's the sad trombone button? Here we go. You're lucky you hit the right button. I know. <laughs> yeah, the applause is right next to it. Dude, I wasn't gonna go on this trip because Tara wasn't gonna go because she's staying in summer class, and you know summer classes are like really compact, so it's only like a month long or so. Yeah. And if she went on this trip, she was gonna miss like a whole week of class. Which she's is, going in. Like she has to go to the school. Yeah, she's been doing that. She uh, means it's not class. online or anything. No, this last semester she's been. Yeah, I think she took like one online. But she can get that online. I wish she could vacate and do school at the same nah, time. But she can't because hers is all like hands on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Stuff, that's right. You know? yeah. So we can't really do it online. But yeah, if she went, she was going to miss like 30% of the class basically because yeah. she was, because yeah. it's so compact. But uh, so I wasn't going to go. But then um, my sister's like, You're not going to go on this trip. You're going to leave me with our family. <laughs> and I was like, Ah. I could probably go. And I was like, you know what? Why am I not going to go? Like, I'm living life. I get the chance to go to Colorado. I should go. And it wasn't like I was going to hang out with Tara anyway. She's going to be at school all day the whole time. It's the whole reason she's not going. And, yeah. So, so she she's was, cool with it and y'all doing it. Yeah, huh? she's cool. She's like, you can go if you want. You know, I mean, I'll miss you or whatever. But, you know, do your thing. <laughs> so uh, what are y'all doing in Colorado? Um, so we're, we're just hanging out. My uh, my dad bought. Uh, no, you don't do that in the summertime, dude. There's no snow. Except for like the very, very, very tip top of mountains. I've never been, so I don't know. Dude, you got to come. It's hard, bro. It's tough. It's, yeah, especially learning older. He was making ski yeah. things, by the way. Gestures. I, nobody. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> so I was just hanging out in the mountains. Well, and... see, you can, you can go hiking. People go jeeping around there. They, uh, You're just in the mountain. You, it's scenic stuff. But my dad bought that property up in by where we're going. Uh, it's right outside of Ridgeway, which is like 20 minutes outside of this town called Uray. Oh, that's which his is favorite. His favorite place yeah. in the world. So he bought this property uh, last year sometime, but it's literally it's just the property. So he still has to get it like the trees cut down. Oh, so he's taking you out there to work? No, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be. It's <laughs> no, one that's what th- it's going to turn into. It's one of those things where it's like, hey, I got enough money to put a down payment, and now I'm going to have to wait another year or so, and then I can have money to do this part, and then the next year I can probably do that or whatever. Right. Isn't he so, close to retiring? Yeah. Um, I'm sure Stacy has it all planned out, though. He does, like, but he doesn't. It, no. Like He doesn't really know. He's he's the guy that's been like, I might retire this year for the last like four years. Yeah. Um, but I've, he, met, I've met a few people like that, and they yeah. never retire. But he even when he retires, he's not going to like retire. He'll he's still a, drive the bus. Pro, I, I mean, he'll do something, because he's only in the, like his mid-50s. It's just like... He's going to retire from teaching full time, so which means like he's going to start taking his retirement benefits from the well, district. What was right. the, what was the, the stat they said? Uh, uh, it's about seven years after a man retires that he dies. Really? Yeah, that sounds. I'm telling you, my my dad retired and 18 months later he got cancer. You know, and then started. So I'm saying, like people that work for their retirement the whole life. Like yeah. if I get the chance to go to Colorado, I'm going to go to Colorado. Yeah. That's it. Let's go. Well, Sanders, you know, we're working really hard for Sandra to be able to retire around 55, 10 mm-hmm, years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, that way she can enjoy enjoy the, the fruits of her labor. You know, she's worked hard in the school district for the last 20 years. And, um, 
you know, if we if we do things right, she'll be able to retire at fifty five and hang sure. out and wow. be a Walmart greeter or something. Man, that's yeah, crazy. That's that's twenty years away though. Shout out, Miss Sandra. Yeah. She was twenty one for the longest time and then until Adam turned twenty one and they were the same age and it was, she was like this it got kinda weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people ask me, is that your sister? <laughs> Well, like, hey, why you look at my mom, man? So, so uh, Caesar, you started a new job, so you, it's going to be tough for I you. I started, right? I started a new job. The, the 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 previous job I had, I was there for six years, so I had, you know, I was already going on three weeks of vacation and paid vacation and all that. So, whenever I resigned from that, I had to start from the ground up. So, yeah. um, so I won't be getting a vacation, uh, a paid vacation anyway this year. But even, uh, but I will have a week off this year. But That's in cool. that week off, I'm taking. 15 I mean sorry excuse me not 15 15. I'm taking 50 there is teenagers and we have all spots filled nice on a charter bus this year to summer we got a charter bus bus this year Um, yeah but we're taking 50 teenagers uh, up to summer camp in San Antonio so that's uh, have y'all been still taking those vans just like a few of them we rent every year, and okay. we spend thousands and thousands on and vans, on, though, on vans alone. And this year, this year is crazy. The van prices this year is two hundred and fifty dollars a day now. We wow. we, used to, we were able to get them to about one fifty, yeah. right? But they're two fifty right that now. That makes no sense because they just call in the name of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they well, didn't cost them no apparently more. car rentals in general is just crazy right now. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, like for instance, when we're going to Colorado, me and my dad and my brothers are driving, whereas my sister and her family and mom, they're flying. But uh, it was like hundreds of dollars cheaper a day to rent a car in Austin than in Colorado. So we're renting one in Austin and then driving it all the way that to Colorado. That sounds like your dad's kind <laughs> of That's dangerous. right, man. That's how we're doing it. I'll tell you what. We rented cars in, in Tampa at the airport. It was like 160 bucks or something like that for the week. Uh-huh. And then uh, my dad waited to like four weeks later and it's 270 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like the price is almost uh-huh. doubled. So it was crazy. It gets, it gets ridiculous whenever you're doing, when it, you're doing uh, the, the deals and holiday vacationing and stuff. I had my former, my former manager, he was, uh, he was the biggest penny pincher you probably ever met. Like every single bonus check he's gotten since 18, he says he's never spent it and put it in savings. Like right. So he's, he's ready to, he, he's ready to retire pretty soon. But in all of that, he gets his deals like uh, he goes to Hawaii twice a year, right? And uh, and that, and man. there he gets his car rentals for like fourteen bucks a day. Wow! He plays the top golf courses over there for a hundred. How is he doing this? Did, did he tell you? His secrets he or? is he. He's one of those people that he would just have a conversation with you about anything, and you just feel like a better person at the end of it, you know? So that that kind of mentality or that kind of personality really brings a lot of opportunity your way. Yeah. So they say, you know what, you're a nice guy. I, 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 there's this deal that popped up whenever you're talking to, like, a travel agent uh-huh. or somebody that does all that. I'm telling you, deals, they just they – just, fall on him and he is uh yeah Sounds like the guy we need to hang around man it's great he he went to vegas for something for like it was like a hundred bucks for him and his wife round trip at a at a at one of the top of uh, uh casino hotels it's crazy. It's, it, and then he's like yeah you know it just popped up so we went that never works for me because i even go to like a car rental place and they always ask you ask for free upgrades no, no, we ain't got nothing like that, you know. <laughs> Every single time, but I, you know, I, I don't know if you've been into like the renting a car lately, but they normally say 
you know, go down to row G or whatever and just pick whatever you want out of that, that row, you know, because it's all the same kind of cards or whatever, the same styles or whatever. Well, I was watching this these car guys. They flew, like, from Tampa to um, Colorado, and they jumped in, and they were just like, hey, go get your car out of row whatever. Well, this was, like, the economy cars, right? Well, right across was, like, Mustangs and Camaros or whatever. Uh-huh. So they're just like, let's see what happens. So they just jump in one of those, and they go, and they check out the little toll booth. You hand them your paperwork. They go, all right, you have a good weekend. And they just burn. <laughs> <laughs> so they got, a, like, a Camaro all weekend for the price of the economy, and they That's never funny. said anything. Wow. So uh, holla at me, boy. When, <laughs> I, when I get to rental eight, I'm going to get this something big. It's your face, you know? It's like, I know you're a nice guy, but they probably don't. They're like, no, sir, turn around, sir, turn around. It's against the wall. <laughs> No, back when I was in college, I took this class that was like public speaking, right? And then, and then in that, they were talking about like people make their judgments on you within the first ninety seconds of yeah, like yeah. whether or not they're gonna like you or not. I had this one professor. Uh, he was uh, it was for a sales and marketing class, and he was an exec at one point, but then he was already uh, at that point he was the dean of that college there. But he was saying. Uh, you guys need to prepare yourselves because whenever you're out there in the market or in the markets and you're you know surveying in whatever industry you're in and you go out there you're trying to make a sale you're trying to 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 you know get these uh, strategic alliances going. He says people um, that deal will fall flat that deal will fall short for one thing and one thing only because they just don't like your face. Yeah, that's it. it, it it's not that. Yeah. You, it's it, I guess it, I got one of those faces. Got one of those faces. <laughs> yeah, it's like it has nothing to do with how good your presentation is on whether your numbers are straight yeah. and you know I can make you money is that they just don't like your face the second half of that stat I can't remember the exact number but it's like they make their decision on you the first like real quick or whatever but then it was like in order for them to change their opinion on you it took it takes like seven more encounters with them wow. or something like that it was mm-hmm. like it wasn't like takes five more minutes of it it was like you had to interact with them on different occasions yeah i think it was it was like six or seven times yeah so to change it so again on the topic of what we're talking about today one of the one of the biggest uh one of the biggest draws for listeners to podcasts is uh, that they, they like to listen to people from kind of like the uninformed perspective you that's know? me yeah, that, that, that's all of us <laughs> you know it's like we're not experts in anything but uh, but we do have insights into into just little things so on that you know we, all of us we we do things that that just I, I think normal people don't do and, and let me qualify that real quick right <laughs> we uh you know you think about what well, we're all heavily involved in church right yeah. it's like well you know it's just another weekend for us another weekend but but you talk to your co-workers back whenever you had you know co-workers that you mm, went into I got one. <laughs> <laughs> but but he goes to the church too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? But it's it's like you know they ask you, well, how was your weekend? I think James and I were talking about this one time, and you're like, oh yeah, you know it's just the same old, same old. But my same old, same old is like yeah. like today. You know, I I got a chance to play drums in front of 250 people or whatever that were there. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not necessarily normal. Even like all these bands that go that, that play out in the local club scene, you don't get 250 people in a club. No, not, that's why you see like I'm sorry to cut you off, no, but no, like American Idol and stuff, like those guys that come out of the church do so well. They always end up in the top 20 or whatever because 
well, they're, they're exposed to the, yeah. Yeah, it's, we take that for granted. And we, I think whenever we, we talk about these things, like, well, what did you do today? And you know how everybody says, like, you know, how'd you do it? Well, you know, it's just another day. How you doing? Oh, it's okay. But whenever people ask me, it's like, oh, you look pretty tired. It's like, man, you don't, I don't even want to talk about it with you right now because I, I just, do you have like 50 minutes to tell you about what all I did today? Yeah. Or, you know, what's uh, just before I got here? You know, I, I got a, a, a coordinating Three worship teams for the weekend. One for Friday, one for Saturday, one for Sunday. Yeah, you're going to get swamped with all that. Man, making sure I have all that music and then coordinating with all these musicians. And I'm using musicians that are outside of Elam for the most part just because I need to make sure that they're fresh for Sunday. You know, and these are just things that we, uh, that, that whenever we talk about them and, and, and people kind of get an insight into my world a little bit, um, you know, it's uh, it it gets into one of those things to where where people start asking you how was your day and you just give them that superficial oh, it was good. You know, I really do want to talk about it, but you know, I, I you don't want to listen about it. That's the problem. Most people don't, I don't listen usually about want to listen about it. Talk about it. No. Actually, I'm the opposite. How's your day? You know, like it's those it's those times when you go, <laughs> "Hey man, how'd your day go?" And then they start telling you, "Be like, oh, I didn't really want to hear it. I was just being nice." <laughs> I try not to ask how you doing, how how's you doing? it going, yeah. unless I actually Care? want to know. Otherwise, I'll just say he ain't never asked yeah. me that. <laughs> he just don't care. Am I really not? <laughs> it's like I don't. I don't ask oh, because I do care. <laughs> well, I don't ask most people most of the time. I'll just say, "Hey, what's up?" You know. Just for the record, James uh, had some old jokes before we even got started on the podcast today. <laughs> what did you say? You were talking about? Oh, he was talking about skillet. Somebody was talking about the band Skillet, and he said that's like from when I was a kid. I said, "Dude, I know." He says, "I know Skillet's old, but it ain't." <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it wasn't skillet then. It was, it was the pan. <laughs> no, but like, like this is what I'm talking about. Let's, let's just talk a little bit on this point, real quick, right? So you talk to somebody that's just uh, not you, okay? And right. you being a musician, and I know you, <laughs> and I know you hear uh, hear it the same way too. But whenever you listen to music. You listen to music in a completely different way than somebody like your, true, than yeah. your wife, right? Yeah. And whenever they say, "Oh, this is a good song," you put it on. Whenever you listen to a new song, how do you listen to it? You ever thought about that before? Uh, I mean, it depends. Like, if I'm intentionally listening to, like, if uh, if some friend of mine who we have like similar taste in music was like, "Yo, I just found this new cool song. You gotta check it out." Like, I'm gonna listen to that different than if somebody who like i know what kind of music they like and it's all the music i don't like and they're i don't know maybe i'm riding the car with them and they just put something on like i'm not gonna listen to that stuff the same way so give me a glimpse like whenever you hear something you're being intentional about it give me a glimpse what do you think about whenever you're you're listening to music to, to a song i'm just paying attention to all the different parts me too tell me the parts tell me the parts this is what i do I mean, go ahead. If you want to go ahead and finish, I'll let you finish and then well, I'll go. I mean, I'm listening to all the parts. Also, ever since I got into, like, audio stuff, I'm listening to the mix and, like, the production on it. Um, and it also depends on, like, where I'm listening. I'm probably listening in my van, probably, driving. So I've got, like, a sub in there. So it's, you know, you can hear the whole spectrum of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, if I mean, if I really thought it was cool, I might just listen to it two times in a row. But I usually don't listen to things a couple times in a row. I'm weird where, like... If, uh, like, let's say there's a new album out that I'm really into, uh, and I drive somewhere, I can listen to 
you know, the first five songs or whatever, and let's say I really liked song number two, I won't listen to it again until I get to where I'm going and I get back in the car. Then mm-hmm. it's, like, okay for me to listen to it again. It's like I restarted. Like, I can't listen to songs back-to-back on the same trip. So, like, if I listen to something on the way to work, I can listen to it on the way home again, but I can't, like, listen to it, listen to another song, and then put it back on. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I'll be like, I already listened to the song. I can't listen to it again until I, like, reset. Mm-hmm. So I'm the opposite. If it's a song that I really like or a song of a friend or something like that, I will listen to it over and over again, but I will listen to different parts. So I'll, the first time I'll listen to it as a, a whole song, and then I will replay it and then listen to maybe the bass line mm-hmm. and then come back and listen to the percussions and then come back and listen to, and then now I have all the parts or like even in like hip hop. Cause there's a lot of like phrases that mean something bigger that tie mm-hmm. into the song. And so it's kind of, sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to really understand what they're saying. So I'll, then I'll go back and then I'll break the lyrics down and then I'll like back it up. Okay. What are they, what are they saying right there? Mm-hmm. What it means. So I might listen to a new song six or seven times and then listen to it at the end and just like let it all. It all yeah, in. it's like whenever people say, "Oh, it's a good song." I I have a follow up question all the time that says, "It's a good song." Okay, what makes it good? Yeah, like like and, and you know I know a lot of that stuff is just left to personal opinion and preference and stuff like that. But but there are some certain things that make a song good, right? But mm-hmm. whenever somebody says that, I'm like, okay, qualify it. What what makes it good? Mm-hmm. What is it? I, I I'm the kind of person that's really annoying to be around, right? When it comes to that, <laughs> because it's like, okay, well, what are you talking about? Are you? Ta- I, I like just send me the wave track. Uh-huh. And then I'll mute what I don't want to listen to right then <laughs> and let it play through and then just start adding tracks back to it. That's I so geek funny. out on that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what what's good? The orchestration? Are you talking about, you know, the vocal melodies and harmonies? Are you talking about the movement? I'm kind of like where, depending on the person that told me this is a good song, I know what to expect as far as what's good about the song. So if it's somebody who I know just listens to pretty much just pop music, like I know the production's going to be really good. It's probably going to have like a good mix. It's going to be real, you know, popular. Or if it was like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's like a real artsy friend or something. They're like, oh, yeah, this is a great band. Uh, it's real cool acoustic stuff. Like I know like the lyrics and the singing is probably going to be really pretty or something, you know, like yeah. just depending on the person. So what if it's a friend that's actually doing the music? Are How honest are you with them? Like it's their music? Yeah, their, their music. Or maybe if it was this country band coming to you and they're like, hey, record this, and you're just like, oh, man, this is not working. Do you... I, well, as, I'm going to well, record well, it. First of all, as, you know, as just a fan of music and then as a producer, not really producer, but an engineer on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, okay, so that's a different thing. If I'm, like, going to record something for them, I'll record pretty much whatever unless it's just, like... Sonically off? It, I mean, it's got to be really bad. Um, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna record your local rapper who's just like, uh, you know the type. Like, the I'm dude that came up to us when we were taking. Tell that story real quick. When the we record probably the, deserves this. See, I, I, I don't know if we told this. Uh, we, we, we we've did. talked about that story. Yeah, but yeah, I think we, we talked were, about it personally. No, I don't know if we talked. Uh, well, quick talk recap: yeah. we're taking the album cover photo for me and Ben's band, Eucalyptus, and so we're out in public doing it. And this guy like pulls up in his car, and because uh, we're taking, you know, there's cameras, these guys' cameras all set up and all, you know, and the guy's talking to him, and he's like, 
uh, you guys make a music video what's up and he starts talking about like yo I got bars I got this <laughs> and, uh, yeah like everybody's got that, bars yeah exactly so and he's just like yeah you know we're recording with it anyway he's just trying to like record something oh, shady is all get real out. shady he had his boy in the so back looking record- like Kodak Black you like, said you wouldn't record <laughs> not that I wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not that I wouldn't record a rap hip hop so guy if he came but with- it wouldn't just be like your random dude from the hood who's but what like, if he came to you and he met your hourly fees nah it's not worth it <laughs> for oh, real yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not so, worth it so I was on the ad on that so my first job I worked at uh, well my first technology job this guy I worked with you know him uh, he re- okay. he records mix master he did some of your songs before mix and master some of your oh, music oh you talking about Calvin yeah so Calvin, Calvin. the food different Calvin <laughs> different Calvin yeah, different not the Calvin not, that not, yeah. this is a black dude with dreads who's from uh, somewhere oh, he's in from Europe. the UK yeah, oh that's so not the same got, one like an English accent so basically yeah. the same thing so, <laughs> so I found out when I worked with him that he re- he recorded mix and mastered music. And he would do it all the time, right? Like, all the time. People send him stuff, makes a master recorder, you know, whatever it is, from all over the world. And I would ask him, so how long does it take you to do, like, to do someone's song? Because that's all he did was mix and master for the most part. And then I said, when do you not do it? And he said, well, since I do this to bring income, I hardly ever say no. Because it's money. If I don't do someone's song, I'm not going to buy milk. I'm not going to get clothes. Like So for me, it doesn't matter. He said, now, depending on who it is, depends on how long I work on it. Uh-huh. But they don't know that. Well, I mean, at some point, you, know? like, you can work on it all night and it's still going to be garbage. I if, yeah. It just can't be. A tr- if I think it's a horrible act, whatever it is. Whatever the genre, even if it's like a genre I love, if they're really bad at it, I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to waste my time dealing with it. Because that's not like what, I mean, if I was more like him, where it's like that was how I was trying to make my money, it would be different. So you start, you still see it as art, not Yeah, it's just like something, and usually when I'm doing that as a job, it's still just like somebody I know or like a friend of a friend that I'm helping out. But I mean, they're going to pay me for it still. So I don't know, like the country band, like I probably wouldn't just put that music on, but uh, for like what it is, if you're into that, it's good, and so and then I'm gonna make it sound good, and it's and it's just another working on anything. It always just helps develop my skills more to help me for whatever that I do want to focus on. Right, especially when you like the more like I have some friends that uh, you know produce and engineer uh, a lot of hip hop, uh-huh. but he do, he does hip hop so much that like when he gets another genre. Like yeah, okay. it's just like so like bass heavy uh-huh. because that's what he that's mm-hmm. what his ears are tuned to. But if it was like a rapper that I liked and I thought he was really good, I'm I'm totally down to do it. But it you know how it is like everybody's a rapper, everybody. yeah, everybody's a rapper. Yeah. Caesar so tries to rap like every week, bro. Right? <laughs> yeah. right after coaching. I will record Caesar anytime, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well going going back to your question real quick, you know, how honest are you with, with you know people that that bring their own original music um I, I think that if you are a person that they know like uh, i had this friend that i was on his album uh, which was really cool that was actually one of the bucket list things of, in my life i always wanted to be on somebody's album playing drums that was a cool experience uh, we recorded for 16 hours straight i did like six songs on his album wow and and it and it was incredible that whole night i was dead tired i was so tired that i was driving home at like seven 
7 in the morning and I just could not make it so I just pulled over to a Flying J and fell asleep for about 2 hours because I was so tired um, but that that was the best fun. music music's always recorded between like 9 and yeah, 5 right and not at night and 5 in the that's morning that's when it's that's when inspiration hits but yeah. but you know on that Whenever he asked me, "What do you think about this? What do you think about that?" I was just brutally honest with it. It wasn't and 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 okay. So like, even if it's not necessarily my jam, take for instance, maybe something that, that James and Ben release, right? Mm-hmm. I will find something in there that I do like yeah. to give them positive, you know, whatever. But I'm not going to say, "Hey, man, that sucks." No, I mean that's not what they're wanting, you know. But I said, "Man, this was this was a great section in this part," you know, and and I, I like I got really geeked out in that little section with my other friend. You know, I would tell him things like, "Well, that melody line just doesn't work with what's happening rhythmically." Yeah, you know, and 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 that's somebody like I, I really care about whenever he asks that because he's asking because he wants to. D- deliver the best possible product that he can deliver and he values other people's input when it comes to that so i you know i don't take that lightly you come to me and and it wasn't for me to fluff up his head about man that sounds fantastic you know it's like well uh, i think this can use some work here and that could use some work there um but that's a big difference right from 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 a critique and being criticized those are two different things. Yeah. A critique is meant to build, a, 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 to, to criticize, to break down. And um, I wish more people would really understand the difference between those two words. You know, oh, I got yeah. to where I won't ask people what they, like if it's something I'm working on, I won't ask you what you think of it unless I'm looking to be critiqued. Uh, you got to ask the right kind of people. You wouldn't walk up to like a, an older you know, white lady and say, Hey, what do you think about this music? Because yeah. well, I mean, like, they have I no even, idea. Right. I won't even ask Tara though. A yeah, lot of times. But, but if you ask somebody that, that understood how, how music's made and how things are supposed to be sounding and different things like that, yeah. you can get an honest answer. But even some of those, sometimes like maybe I'm talking to that type of person, but I know my like secret motivation is just because I want to hear that person say it was good. Right. If, and if mm, I know that good. that's like my little, yeah, but in, in the back of my head, motivate, I'm not going to ask you. Need that ego stroke at that yeah. moment. Even if I wasn't like consciously thinking of yeah. it, I've just gotten to where I'm like, I'm more conscious of it. Cause like I'll ask somebody and then I don't know. At some point I asked somebody something like, Hey, what do you think of this? And I was definitely just like wanting to be like, Oh yeah, that's cool. Sounds good or whatever. Yeah. And they were you like, what? ready for the truth. Well, yeah. I mean, and they didn't even <laughs> say anything bad. I, I wish I could remember the specifics of what the detail was, but they were just like, Oh, well this is pretty good. This could probably do a little better. Da, da, da. And then I was thinking like, uh, like I was like, well, dang, that's not what I was looking at. And then I realized like, Oh, I was just asking them so that they could say, this is good. And so I've gotten to where like, I won't ask you or like that country band I was talking that we mentioned, uh, at some point, I was working on some song for them, got a, what I thought was a pretty good mix, and I started like send it to them, be like, hey, here's how it sounds right now, what do you think? And I was like, no, 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 stop, stop right now, because he's just because I just wanted to hear him say, like, yeah, the mix sounds good. And I was like, he's not going to say that. He's going to just start giving me all this direction, and it's probably not even going to be useful. Mm-hmm. And then now that he said, hey, I think the guitar is a little too loud, I'm going to have to touch the guitar or something. Whereas if I just wait till I'm 100% done with it and then say, here's the final mix, he'll be like, this is great. And I'll cut out a bunch of unnecessary work and all that kind of stuff. That happened to me one time. So, you know, several years ago, I was doing a lot of flyers, you know, doing some artwork on Photoshop and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I always finished the flyer, I sent it to him. And then if you would need to make some adjustments from there, we'd make adjustments. 
Um, and then, you know, Photoshop is one of those things. It's almost like taking a pen and a paper and actually drawing out, you know, that that's the kind of art it is. I mean, you put your, your creativity and all that in it. And I always finished it, sent it off. Hey, man, what do you think about it? Oh, man, this is great, isn't it? Uh, I just, you know, that maybe they didn't like the font or, hey, I got, you got the time wrong or whatever. And it was just like an easy adjustment and then send it back to them. One time. One time I was just like, hey, this guy was like running for some like office at his job or something like that, you know, and he needed to do some flyers to pass out. And I sent it to him halfway through. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, do you like the feel of this before I go on and spend three more same hours exact, on it? He was just like, yeah. hey, man, really, hey, don't worry about that. And uh, he says, I think I really have what I want. Right. So I was just like, okay, cool. You know, he has one of these ones, this and that. And then the flyers came out like they were passing them out. I'm just like, oh, this is garbage. But he couldn't see, like, he couldn't see the end of my flyer, mm-hmm. you know, because I only sent him, yeah. like, a feel of it. And if you're not that creative, mm-hmm. you can't see past it. Like, you know, so many people come to Sandra and say, hey, help me, like, decorate my house because they can't see it on the wall. And she's able to see it on the wall. She's able yeah. to see that lamp sitting on that table that she's seen at Hobby Lobby three weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? So if you can't see that, then you can't see the, the finished product. Yeah, being able to visualize the end is so important that for what creative, it's it's probably not a good trait to, to always want, you know, like words of positive affirmation on you mm-hmm. because I don't want to hear that when I, I don't want to hear how well I did. You know, I and, and okay, and this is just something that I deal with on a daily basis because it's me, okay? Because uh, some people would say, you're too confident on this, you're cocky, you have a lot of pride when it comes to this and that. Like, it has nothing to do with that. It just, I, it's like that engineer mentality, you know what I mean? It's just like, there's no other way but this way right here. But I don't want to hear how great I'm doing. I want to hear you need to evolve in this area. You need to better yourself. You need to see things that you are doing that you might not be doing because you're so focused on what you are doing. Yeah. Because I care about personal growth yeah. and I care about being a, a better everything. I, I don't want to leave this life with anything left on the table, if that makes any sense. I, I, I want to be the best father I can be. I want to be the best preacher I can be. I want to be the best whatever that I can be. I don't want to be the best. I just want to be the best I can be. Yeah. You know, and if I can if I can have these mile markers throughout my journey and saying, well, I did evolve here, though, and I did evolve here, though, and I, I value the critiques, not from everybody, because then there's some people that just want to hate, yeah. you know, all the time. Hold, they just want to, in the name of holding you accountable. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And that's bull. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me just yeah. say it just like that. It's like, no, you, it's like, you don't want to hold me accountable. You're threatened. You want to hold me down is what you want to yeah. do. And I, and I know everybody at this table at one point has dealt with somebody that is like, oh, oh you know, they, people are like, you trying to take my spot? It's like, I don't want, no. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me. Okay. Don't, I'm going to ask you. Don't ask me unless you want to know how I really feel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I'm not good to be like, oh, yeah, bro, just keep it up. This one guy came to me, and he, and he knew that I was running a record label or whatever. And then back in those days, King's Camp, we really had a – I mean, we was pushing, man. And we were doing some pretty good numbers. So at that point, people see your presence online and all that stuff. And that, so your like inbox is always flooded with like, hey, man, check this song out. What do you think? This yeah. and that. And it was just like so much garbage. Well, this guy at work, he was doing music. It wasn't Christian music. And he, he was just like, hey, man, check out my first single. 
and it was garbage. Mm-hmm. He had a little bit of flow, but like I'm so I started asking him questions. He said, "What do you think?" I said, "Yes." I said, "You tell me what you want to know. Do you want me to tell you that you did a good job and then keep going, or do you want to get better?" And then he was just like, "No, nah, man, I want to get better. Better is my first thing." I said, "Man," I said. I tell you the truth. I said, where are you recording this at? He was just, oh, my buddy's studio. I'm like, where is your buddy's studio? And he was like, well, he rents this like eight by eight uh, um, little storage storage unit. And I was just like, is the walls metal? He was just like, well, he's got some stuff that's like hanging up in there. I'm just like, (laughs) I was just like, bro, let me tell you. I said... I said, you have a little bit of flow, but like everything else is garbage, you know? So, and then, and then I tried to help him. Like, so I sent him to like a real studio, mm-hmm. put him to with a producer and an engineer that could help him, yeah. you know? And then his next single came out and it was just like a hundred percent better. And the other thing about it was that th- this engineer was a Christian. Uh-huh. So like his songs evolved instead of saying the F word 30 times in the song, it was like 10. Yeah. You know, so there was like some growth, like yeah. in his life too. Yeah, That's cool. yeah, yeah and good. and you know, and some people wouldn't count that as a victory. Like, well, he's still cussing. It's like fifty f bombs. Yeah, ten f. We're working yeah, at we're it. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I know we're like talking a lot about like technical stuff and then things dealing with music. But I think all this is applicable in your life. Life okay. period. Yeah. One thing about music for me, and I'm not a music guy, not a music person, but if I'm ever in a car and it's not a Tesla, the sound system is nothing like it. <laughs> that has ruined my ears. When did you get in a Tesla? All right. So that was like one of the best days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so we were at, we were at a nephew's uh, first birthday party and it was at his grandpa's house and he has a Tesla. And I knew he had a Tesla, but, you know, like, I'm not just going to go ask. Say, bro, can like, I get the keys? Hey, hey. <laughs> well, they don't have keys. But, like, like, hey, let me see your Tesla or whatever. So then Victoria, she said, uh, she goes, hey, have you have you seen his Tesla? I said, no, I'm not going to just, like, go ask. She goes, and then, you know, she's she doing the whole the good wife thing. Hey, he wants to see your car, you know, this and that. So mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not going to let him miss this opportunity because, like, I want one. So, so I've heard this and I guess it's true, but if somebody has a Tesla, like they want to show everybody, uh-huh. they want to show everybody what it does, all the cool stuff, this and that. It's like people from New York. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, but, New but York? better. <laughs> nah, better right? nah, not New York. Especially yeah. they built in Texas trash. now. That's right. Anyway, so, so I go out there, the car is super cool, super clean. I was doing all the cool stuff or whatever before I even got in it. So then I get in the car and then the guy, uh, I, don't, I don't remember his name is, but shout out to him. He said, he goes, <laughs> all right, he, he said, he said, all right, I'm going to play a song for you. And I'm like, okay, guys, it was a country song that sounded like hip hop, but it sounded angelic. Florida, 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 what was that one that we heard about my, my six string in the bunch? No, no, no. It was, it was a Florida Georgia line. For, for all of our early episode <laughs> listeners, y'all know what we're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was wear baseball hats and listen to Florida Georgia. <laughs> but oh let me gosh. tell you, though, like the sound was like beautiful. It sounded so good. And then Victoria, she sing like she sings on the worship with the worship band now. Like she's done music her whole life. She's saying choirs, uh, worship team, so she knows what good sound is. And she walks up and she just 
like her face changed listening to the music. Yeah. She's like, what is that coming from? He goes, oh, this is stock. Wow. Like, is it like, the, like the car. Tesla speakers or is it like it, it, Tesla? Knowing Elon Musk and, Dude, and how he, it, everything's intentional. And, and that's what's yeah. crazy is that he was telling me that the inside of the cars are designed for the music to like a, sound like a music that studio good. in the car. That's cool. I mean, if you've never looked in one, there's no air vents, there's nothing. It's the screen and a bar. That's it. I mean, even to for the air to come out, you go to a setting on the touchscreen and you just point where you want the air to come at. And it Whoa. just like blows in that Whoa. direction. Yeah. So I recommend one. <laughs> I mean, if anybody wants, I'm, I'm just telling you. But yeah, me and Sandra, we were uh, we were looking at Teslas at one time. We just they don't have no Teslas at CarMax. I know, bro. We just can't pull the trigger, man. I just like my money too much. But maybe when that Apple car comes out, I might. It's gonna be a Hyundai still. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna have the logo. That's uh, it. But it's gonna be glowing, a little Apple glowing on the hood. I saw an ad today, or uh, yeah, and it was a commercial because I was watching TV for the first time in like. Dude, isn't that crazy? Ten thousand years. You go to like your parents' house or something. And you're like cable. What? <laughs> what is what is this? It's yeah. a commercial. But apparently, Dom, <laughs> Domino's. People you still do this. You can't skip it. Domino's has their little robot car that's going to do deliveries. Oh, that's crazy! I was just hearing yeah. on the on the radio today on the engine radio that there is a restaurant in Florida that are um, using robots to help out the uh, servers and stuff. So this kitchen puts it on this little conveyor belt, and then the robot takes it. You. Tell it what uh, table goes to, and then takes it out, and then the server like actually takes it off. Nobody bumps into this robot ever. Yeah, I I heard the same thing. The same thing on the radio. The guy was saying that it knows English, (laughs) Japanese, German. Um, and funny enough, it's a Cuban restaurant, but it doesn't know Spanish. It yet. was a Cuban so restaurant, funny. and yes. it doesn't know Spanish yet. That's wow! Funny. And they and then the Somebody guy said eventually send out some firmware. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be an update. The guy said eventually too, they're going to be able to all like drive up to a table together and then sing like Happy Birthday. Oh, that's weird. That's super I don't dope. Like that, no. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a bunch of robots singing Happy it's Birthday. It's like Happy Jimmy Jones too. Goodness. Take me now or die. Yes. <laughs> to oh, finish the rest of the song. And burn your oh, I like that. It's going to say, to finish the rest of the song, please deposit 50 cents. Yeah, yeah happy birthday, dear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about here? You know, we're talking about things that people want to listen to. We're talking about things that make that make this the number one podcast wow, in all of I hope they want to listen to this. <laughs> but will those robots, you know, speak Laporte? That's not even English. I want you to bring me something down now. Now you can't handle it. Please say that again. Excuse me. That's my father-in-law. Yes, that is your father-in-law. Wayno, shout out to Wayno. Hey, this guy knows everything about Bitcoin. Yeah, he's always telling me you got that Bitcoin. Shout out to that Doge, man. I made some money on that Doge coin. <laughs> I got yeah. out before it crashed. Did it crash? 
I don't know where it's at now. It's hovering <laughs> about 32 right now. Yeah. It's been crashing like last month, right? That's like China's fault. Shout out to not China. That's because they can't even catch it. Because they got leopards. Yeah, right yeah. Right leopards. What is wrong with now? No, I mean, they got go that there. leopard problem. And we got a, we got a tiger problem we here. We got Eastern. a tiger. And uh, we, what's the, the the bird with all the big, beautiful wings? The peacocks. The peacocks. Yeah, <laughs> we have a peacock problem, too. All of Florida's got yeah. iguana problems. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and python problems. Pythons. Python. Pythons are like killing all the natural habitat out there. They got iguana problems. There's all the pythons out there. Shout out to all uh, uh, my iguanas out there. All right. Well, hey, real quick. Just one more thing. One of the things that people on podcasts really like to listen to is uh, whenever people start talking about their guilty pleasures. So mm. what kind of guilty pleasures do you have? Whether it's food, whether it's music, whether it's technology, whatever. One thing for me that's a guilty pleasure, I, I have no problem admitting it. Right, whenever a Katy Perry song comes out, I'm telling you, her melodies are just intoxicating. Oh, that's so man, listen, I, I, listen, I don't even like Katy Perry. I don't like Katy Perry, <laughs> but listen, it's, it's just like any other well produced music. Uh-huh. Whoever her team is knows what they're doing. I cannot yeah, not listen to it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but also, like last week, it's because she's a PK, yeah, so she's got the gift. But she's not using yeah, it yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Warm Shipley Donuts. Mm-hmm. No. no, I had the same thing about uh, Miley Cyrus party in the USA. Mm-hmm. Fought it for a long time. Man, I hate that song. I that still, song, that jams, song goes it hard. Party. What's the deal with white girls all dancing the same? They all got the same move. They're just not very creative. N- not at all. They all. <laughs> That's that one they can keep on the beat. My, my <laughs> anesthesia videos. <laughs> Y'all seen those ones? They come out of anesthesia and they're like all talking crazy and stuff. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, like they go to the dentist or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I like that one where they, when the, the the chick just came out, right, and then her brothers and them played, had this like tape or whatever, and they was playing on the radio that the aliens were coming or whatever. Oh, that's <laughs> what and you're she was about, just yeah. like, so who do we say? The cat <laughs> or the dog? We can't take both of them. <laughs> that's good. Uh, was, yeah, that was that video yeah, I don't yeah, know if I have guilty pleasures. I'm I was not, thinking the same no guilt, thing. man. Things that <laughs> yeah. you have, you, things that you have a problem admitting to people. I, I mean, that I just, you just like. Well, at first, I didn't like to tell people that I liked that song. But I, <laughs> it's I, out there now. I don't, I don't mind now. Come on, look, look, look. Okay, okay. There. So the thing about songs for me, all right. So when people are like, oh, I hate to admit, I like the number one song in the world that's been played 20 billion times. <laughs> that's James. That is James. Like, no, that was just that Miley Cyrus like, song. <laughs> that one but you hate all played the like popular stuff. Man. That's not true. I like Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. But it took you like two years to like it. Hey, next that's month, true, yeah. next month, she's about to a- make like a billion dollars when everybody's playing it on 4th of July. Party you know? yeah, yeah, that's really true. Hey, speaking of, hey, speaking of like those, uh, what, what's the crazy chick's name that was on the Friends reunion singing Smelly Cats? Phoebe. Oh, yeah. Phoebe. Uh, Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. I know, but who was the, the oh, guest? Oh, that was. Um, oh, man. I didn't watch the it. The really oh. weird chick, like. Uh, I'm drawing a. Bl- oh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. It was Lady Gaga. Uh, oh, she's really weird. <laughs> she was born. That, that hey, that that's another one, man. That she's a guilty pleasure, man. How yeah. do you wake so come up on, tell Lady me something Gaga so- from a nap? You poker face. 
I was really confused there for a second. I know where you were going with that. Oh. Wow. Uh, so, what are some of your guilty pleasures besides of these uh, like white chicks? Uh, <laughs> white chicks. <laughs> I'm a one white chick man. I love you. Do you do like white chicks. Have you always dated white chicks? No, I never thought that I was gonna uh, to ma- even marry a white yeah, chick. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I, 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 I never, I never thought. I honestly, I always thought that I was gonna marry an Asian. Really? Yeah. (laughs) We were just talking about that today. About me marrying an Asian? (laughs) No, no, about Luke marrying an Asian. Luke marrying an Asian because he wanted to go to some school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, uh, we were talking about that. Dallas, they're saying that next year that bullet train should be done. Forty five minutes. So forty five minutes from Houston Dallas. to Dallas. So forty five minutes. You can have dinner there. Yeah. Like yeah. you want to have dinner in Dallas tonight? Yeah, go, go to Lubies and that's that. something rich people do. <laughs> hey, speaking of you know what I seen speaking of Lubies? <laughs> hey, the Lubies and Deer Park are hiring. I saw I that they are, everybody's hiring, man. Man. But they were closing. Go work there, no, I think they're coming They're still closing. Another comeback. <laughs> They're still closing. But they can't get anybody to work there. <laughs> Until they find out they're selling tiger meat. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So, so tell me another uh, besides white chicks. <laughs> One woman. He's <laughs> One... guilty about it, too. Like, as so a child, guilty about by one woman white <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Um, oh, okay. Okay, here. Uh, I I enjoy battle rap. Yeah, me too. Well, that's not a Nothing surprise. Nothing guilty about uh, that. that yeah. Was, well, yeah, for him, is yeah, I, like I don't like rap. So whenever I, but like, I enjoy a good battle. I, if you like battle rap and you like older battle rap, check out Blind Fury. Jen oh. too. Yeah. Jen, Jen goes Fury. hard. Jen goes hard. Jen too. goes hard. Blind Fury is this white blind guy. Mm-hmm. Goes by Blind Fury. I get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's pretty, he's pretty <laughs> dope. Yeah, yeah he's he was good. like he was he was killing all them fools on uh, 106 and Park. Yeah, 106 back in and Park. The, yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that's all I have. Really? I mean, I want to tell you about like porn issues or anything like that. <laughs> really? Tell me what sites you like. Don't tell me. Goodness. Uh, oh, this is weird. No. I don't think I. Yes, you have do. Anything. We all have them. Yeah, we you, have you just haven't like, thought about it. No, yeah, like I guess some, I never thought about it. I mean, the pop like, music doesn't bother me. Whatever, I like the song. I like the yeah, song. That's I mean, how I am now. What about, what about a food? School, what about a food that you like that nobody else likes? Like papaya. Nobody <laughs> likes. Papaya. No, I don't like papaya. Hey, my father <laughs> likes papaya. That stuff is nasty. Nobody life. likes papaya. papaya. Let's see. But then there's somebody out there who says, "Hey, I'm a Refuge Project listener, and I love papaya." He's eating it right now. Right now, yeah. No, it's not good. Hey, before we started this thing, Adam comes in here with a bowl of something, and he's munching. I said, what do you got? He said, beaver nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently it's a thing to eat beaver nuggets like cereal in a bowl with milk. Yeah, I saw that online, so I had to try it. Listen, and listen, apparently it's good. All, it was good. All I want to say is, if you're still listening to this podcast, <laughs> consider yourself blessed. <laughs> I want to say beaver, thank you. Beaver nuggets. Thank you and holler at us because I want to know who the true fans are. <laughs> this podcast right here is going to be one of our highest rated ones you think? because people laugh when they listen to us. I, I'm going to I'm going to name this podcast Beaver episode Nuggets episode 35. <laughs> Hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with that. We should end on that. Right. <laughs> Thanks for watching or listening or whatever y'all doing right now. And 
Consider yourself Hornswoggle. <laughs> we love you. This is the Refuge Project.